Alright, well, hey everybody, welcome back. This is Let's Talk 360. I'm Max. I'm joined by Caitlin. Hello. Um, and today we're gonna talk about failure and why failure is important. So yeah. Yeah, we, um, this episode is kind of just us validating you because we need to validate ourselves because we mess up all the time. And I feel like that's something that happens <laughs> as a 20-something. I don't know about you guys, but... <laughs> There's um, place. Yeah, you know, like, well, we say failure, but things, it's not necessarily failure, but just feeling that it's not exactly how you want it to go. Failure is a broad, broad term in this sense. Yeah, 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 very broad. But I mean, like, I guess what we want to focus on is the fitness and, like, mental health aspects and then also relationships and in work you're going to make mistakes and like just figuring things out and making mistakes is such a huge part of your 20s so yeah we wanted to touch on that today yeah and just like um not everything's going to go right because i think this is just such like a learning phase of like life and whatever but yeah can you hear my dog no okay (laughs) um no, I'm just laughing because I'm thinking about all of the um, all the stories we're gonna tell. We need the time. We're gonna have a fun. We're gonna have a fun time. Yeah. But I, I think we wanted to specify is that when we say failure, I think just generally, I think what Caitlin and I were trying to convey is um, we mean that in the sense that things are not gonna go exactly how you want them to all the time. And so I think just the steps that we were kind of thinking about is that failure can allow you to learn, prepare, and find. Um, solutions yeah I think failure just teaches you things about yourself and so unnecessary but like when we talk about failure it's not about this pain or suffering I read again Brianna West in her book fantastic the bible (laughs) Um, she said it's story 77 if anyone wants to read it but it's called why do we value suffering so much and she says suffering is a necessary evil and that's something we put so much emphasis on. And it's it's a common belief that suffering is a necessary evil, but that's not exactly what we're saying. I think, like, suffering is equal to, like, this subjective, temporary projection of what we currently believe onto what is happening. And we sometimes confuse suffering with, like, uncomfortableness or uncomfortability yeah it's kind of like the wave of the world and it's like you're just going to enter things that aren't comfortable all the time or like that you're going to have to like adapt to or that you're not used to yeah like I think if you aren't making yourself uncomfortable then you're not doing it right like that is my firm belief but there is a difference between pain and uncomfortable like or being uncomfortable because there are limits and boundaries and those are very different. Like limits are, well, limits are externally facing and most of the time primarily physical or psychological, but boundaries are internally facing. So like pain and suffering is this byproduct of understanding your limits, but uncomfortability is knowing your boundaries and pushing 
pushing against those and trying to continue to make yourself grow and like learn more about yourself <laughs> well the way i like to think about it is like adaptation and um Kayla and i were talking about this when we were preparing the episode is like we're always like it's gonna be fine we're gonna figure it out be okay so there's yeah. something else like in trying to make a podcast that i think we were like totally unprepared for i don't know if like i'm reading something wrong but like turns out getting on apple podcast is a lot more complicated than i thought <laughs> um, like other things so... <laughs> like i don't know what we're gonna post on instagram or, like i don't know like whatever and we're like, so, like we're good we're gonna figure it out and then, yeah. like, the gym for me is, like, when I think about being uncomfortable or whatever, it's, like, it's just, like, a chance to, like, adapt. Like, there's always something to, like, figure out or something. Um, so I guess, like, adaptation is the word that I think of when we're yeah. talking about, like, uncomfortability. Yeah, that's a good word. Because you, you do, in any situation that I've ever been in that was hard or difficult or uncomfortable at the time, I've gotten through it. I've lived past it. And I've grown. So, yeah, and it's like you will adapt. You will be better because of these hard situations. But it's when you're in the situation, that's when it's hard to understand that. But having, like, a broader perspective and reframing the way you think about failure and being uncomfortable and making mistakes, like, that, that is so important so that you can continue to, like, better yourself and become the best version of yourself. I was actually thinking about this yesterday and and today. I don't know. I was – I think sometimes, like, when we've talked, I've said that I regretted not saying some things to some people or, like, I regretted whatever. I just – I'd use the word regret a lot. And then you always tell me, like, don't regret shit. Like, you don't regret anything. Yeah. Like, whatever happened, happened. There's nothing you can do about it anymore. It's just, like, in, our, like, our conversation, like, in our language, you've kind of, like – made me think about the word regret and those situations where I've said that I've regretted something, whether it's from like a relationship or just like something that I've done or something that just like didn't go right. I'm like, well, you know what? Like I'm still here now. And like, I got a roof over my head. Like I'm good. Like, like really everything's fine. Like, and, and all the things that I've gone through are the things that I regret or the things that didn't go right. I guess I wouldn't take back who I am like right now because I feel like I'm pretty cool and like comfortable with myself and so even though like when I think about those situations it does make me uncomfortable to think back I I wouldn't change I wouldn't change who I am right now and so I'm that kind of makes me more comfortable with like the things that I previously like would have like regretted or something so I just mindset kind of change yeah like suffering and being uncomfortable are not equal and I guess what me and Max are trying to tell you or the audience tell you the audience I don't know is that like the mindset and reframing that good or perceived good no reframing the perceived bad to quote good will alter your belief system and perception on honestly life like reframing the way you think about regret does change how you then perceive the rest of your life because you could have been like yo I regret what I did in this moment and yeah like looking back on it you can probably feel uncomfortable whatever but that situation needed to happen for you to be the person you are today and if this person 
that you are today didn't happen, then like, how are you supposed to be the person that you're supposed to be tomorrow, the next day? Like, things happen for a purpose. Like, they're, I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, know if I believe it in like, in a destiny kind of sense, but it's like, or I, I think I can. I do. Like a, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, man, I might be fucking wrong. Who knows? I guess like, I think the way I wrap my mind around it is like in a progressive kind of sense where it's like, like you wouldn't be here now the way you are in the state of this world if all those things before hadn't happened and you can't change that anymore. You're like, everything is the way it is right now. And like, that sets you on that path. And then like, you've just had to like, you've had to deal or like, you've just had to adapt and like, you just had to make the best out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really like, I really don't know what I feel about like destiny or like fate or like, like things happen for a reason. I really like, I've, I, I legit started reading the Bible like this week just because yeah. I have one and I'm not necessarily like, religious, but my friend wanted me to read it because um, he's religious and there's like parts of it that he finds like really um, like comforting. And it's going to feel like think about, like the whole God thing. I was like, I don't know if things happen for a reason, but like, like the progressive kind of thing and like the lessons you learn from that. And like, I don't know. I'm up in the, I'm undecided. We'll figure it out at some point. I think it's destiny. I think there's I want to believe it, it so bad, but I don't know if I can like convince myself. I think I I honestly think that's where I'm going to end up. Well, don't force yourself. No, I'm not going to force myself. I'm just <laughs> get there on your own. Like it's very appealing to me. Yeah. Because also I feel like. I'm supposed to be able to accomplish like certain things in life, and I'm kind of like I don't want to be a bum, <laughs> so like, I'm just like we're gonna get there eventually. I I told my parents this the other week, but they were talking about like finances and money, and I was like, I have no doubt in my mind that I'm gonna be okay, and they were like, they kind of laughed at me a little bit because like I said it so confidently. And it was just this, in the moment, in our conversation, it was a little out there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, not out there, but I do believe that there is a certain path that we take. And, like, failure is so important in order for us to continue on that path. And I want to believe that there is, like, an end goal in this, like, not end goal, but there's like a destination or something. Yeah. I don't know. And I want to believe that th- that things are aligning in the way that they are because of this last beautiful like ending. I can I, I can subscribe to that. I can I can get behind that. Like I think you and I have talked about this before. Like like how the future can be so daunting or whatever, but it's like, you're just taking these little steps at a time and like, mm-hmm. if you can, like good energy out there, then like good things are going to come back. And if you just keep taking those little steps, then like the things are going to keep aligning and like that thing's going to end up happening. Cause I think I believe the same thing too. Like I truly do believe that at the end of the day, like, like I'm going to be good. Like I'm going to be okay. But I also know like, it's like, yeah, like it's not going to be easy, like for sure. And like things are going to be uncomfortable and in terms of personal training, like, right now, I don't have a whole lot of clients, but I know at some point, it's, like, and it's really sucked right now, it's really uncomfortable, because it's all so new, 
But eventually, if I just keep showing up to work, like, it's going to happen. I'm going to be better at it. And it's going to be okay. Yeah. I posted this this thing on Instagram recently, a story on Instagram. Um, And it was like, your first podcast is going to suck. Your first song is going to suck. It listed a bunch of things that, like, your firsts are going to suck. But you need to have a first to have a second and to continue and to succeed. Like you need to start somewhere and you're going to fail. And that's like a part of it. Like that's a part of life, but just trying is so important. Trying is huge. Just like putting yourself out there, just like trying something to even be like, I don't like it. Yeah. Like now you know, or like, or then, like, you learn for the next time. That brings up what we were talking about earlier, Jocko, this thing I learned. Babe, <laughs> Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> I was listening to Joe Rogan, and they were talking about this guy, Jocko Willink, and he had, like, an employee that, like, would come in with problems or whatever. And I'm, like, I'm paraphrasing, but basically the guy was, like, yeah, this thing's happening or things are going bad or whatever. And Jocko, this guy, on his podcast, uh, he said in the story that he would just say good every time this guy had some shit going on. Um, and he said, like, something good is always going to come from something bad. But that's all just, like, that's a mindset thing. Yeah. Like, I think that's something that's, like, very achievable. Like, you can totally just do that. Like, you can just start changing how you think and how you act. Um, and, like, the examples he listed were, like, if you don't get promoted, good. You have more time to prepare. Um, if, like, a mission or a project gets canceled, good. You have more time to prepare for the next one. It's yeah. fighters. So he's like, if you get tapped out, good. You learned. Um, so right. basically, saying, like, if there are unexpected problems, that's good. Now you have the opportunity to figure out a solution. Um, and then paraphrasing again, I just watched a video on it. Like when things are going bad, he said, like, don't get bummed out or startled or frustrated. If you can say the word good, it means you're alive. You're still bleeding. You're still breathing, and you still got some fight left. So get up, reload, recalibrate, and reengage. Like, you're still here. Like, we're going through all these things or whatever. And if you can just say good and move on and just, like, work on figuring out a solution, then, like, you can avoid those bad things happening again. Or, like, things are always going to happen. So you just have to, like, accept the fact that you're just going to have to recalibrate or, like, re- like just to kind of figure it out. Yeah. We can't always control everything yeah. at all. And I know, like, for me, when I can't control something, it – messes up my routines or like gives me a lot of anxiety I'm not gonna lie lack of control is really unsettling yeah but it's gonna happen and just reframing the way you think about it and having a different perspective on that out of control bad feeling I think like when you are able to reframe the perspective on failure and things not going your way or being out of your control, um, it's an opportunity for growth. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I mean, it's really easy to, I mean, I got nothing against taking like a mental health day or like, like a second, like, you know what, fuck, I need to watch some TV tonight, but like tomorrow we got to get up and figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I know in the gym, too, like, failure is always an opportunity for growth. In the gym, <laughs> like, failure is totally, like, an opportunity for growth. And um, in so many different ways, whether that's, like, programming or if you're, like, 
building towards like a show or a competition or just like any kind of like goal in general. If you're like, I want to squat this much by like this date. Um, if you fail, like preparing for that, like you try to squat some kind of weight or something and you don't hit it and it goes wrong, then that allows you to grow in other places. And you're like, okay, like what, like, why did it go wrong? It's like my glutes aren't strong enough or like it's my hamstrings or it's my quads or it's like my setup or my form. So then you just work on those things and you apply those things. And if you're strong in other areas then it'll all come together eventually at the end of the day and it all works out. Right. Um, I feel like that's a huge question in fitness. Like, should you train to failure in the gym? And honestly, my opinion is you should. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of pros to it. Like you increase muscle mass and strength. And often when you hit a plateau in the gym, it's probably because you're not lifting heavy enough or you're not pushing yourself enough. Um, And your number of reps are like, I don't know. There's ways to do that, like you were saying. Sorry, I totally interrupted you. But yeah, yeah. sets, weight. Yeah. Um, time. Um, like anything. You could really you can really do anything, but you just need to keep pushing yourself. And like, I don't know. I think I've gone through a lot of periods where I've been in a plateau and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I what why am I like not getting better? But it's because I'm consciously skipping reps or like knowing I can pick up heavier weights than what I am like recently I've been picking up weights that I know I probably can lift heavier than but I'm mentally like "Eh, I don't want to lift heavier but that's not going to get me better yeah if you're picking up the same weight every single day and doing the same thing with it or like every single time you're going to the gym and you're, and you're doing, like, the same weight and the same amount of reps every single time. And, like, you're just not going to – you're you're kind of, like, missing the opportunity for getting stronger. Yeah. And you're, and you're like, not going to. Because the point is, like, um, like the point like the point of lifting weights most of the times is hypertrophy, putting on muscle mass. So it's, like, whether that's – you're able to lift more amount of weight over time, like, more amount of mass or more amount of volume – over time so that's like if you're adding volume through like reps or through sets or through um yeah that or if you're like increasing the weight so it's like if you just like curl 25 pound dumbbells 10 times every single time you go into the gym at some point then like what do you do it because it's like you're totally capable of doing that so just like bump it up to the 30s right because your body eight but you did it 30 you did 30 pounds instead of 25 right like your body like you were saying earlier your body adapts yeah so Your body's literally built to adapt to some point. Yeah. So, like, whether it's in the gym or in life or any anything, it's all the same. Like, your body will adapt. So you might as well put your body through, like, pushing yourself so that you move towards a betterment or, like, towards growth. Or else you're just going to stay the same. And it's not – you're not – you're not – I don't know. How do I say that? You're not like. I mean, you're not you're not progressing really. It's like stagnant yeah. almost. I think yeah. it's like it's like some nerdy like gym stuff is like. I think I've seen a lot of people get frustrated when they fail, like some kind of exercise, 
and there's a lot of factors where it's like if you're tired that day or if you didn't eat enough or whatever but like let's say everything's like all kind of lined up like you got enough sleep you've eaten enough all that good stuff and you end up like not being able to like if you're bench pressing you are able to like not push it up anymore um just like scientifically speaking or like anatomy i don't know basically if you reach a point of failure like you have achieved a significant enough stimulus on those muscle fibers to like initiate like that adaption and like that growth and so it's like learning and what sucks is like it doesn't feel good like it's it's it literally is uncomfortable and it's hard and not a lot of people like it and like failing a squat or like going to failure on like leg presses or something like that is totally not fun and (laughs) but if you're able to if you're able to in the gym learn how to exercise to a point of failure and not all the time but if you're able to learn how to do that you're going to grow so exponentially and there's just like there's so much like data behind that and so much proof behind that so if you can learn how to do that you're going to be so much better yeah it's like um atomic habits i know it's it's about habits and not failure but um in that book the author talks about if you just do one habit more or like you create a habit and you're bettering yourself um like one percent every day i don't know the statistics actually but i'm making them up um right now but um basically the author says that if you do one thing and you continue to do it consistently you build that habit you will be exponentially better the next year yeah because you've built in that one habit and it's the same idea with putting yourself through failure and honestly creating a habit of putting yourself in risky situations. And that's risk is like within, within reason. Yeah. I mean, well, and like the (laughs) habit, like it adds up, like it adds up over time. And it's the same thing with like exercising. Like if you're working out, you're not gonna, and I see this a lot in the gym with people that were training. They're like, I'm just trying to like lose like this way in my stomach. And like, it's been like a few weeks and like I've been working really, it's like, it's gonna take time but it's like please don't quit on me like don't quit on yourself like keep coming in keep doing the work by yourself outside of the gym keep eating right and over time like all the effort that you're putting into like all the effort you're putting into your body and yourself like over time it's gonna add up it's like safe it's like if you just put money away eventually like you're gonna have like a good chunk of it so if you keep investing like in your body if you keep going to failure when you're training if you keep eating right like eventually it's gonna pay off yeah it's the same thing with the gym. Like, if you keep putting yourself looking through it when you're going to the gym and, like, you work out hard, it will pay off. Yeah. And this is the tough thing about working out is, like, shit does not happen overnight. No, it doesn't. And it's so frustrating. Like, as someone, I'm very impatient. So when I first started working out, I was, like, why aren't I seeing results right now? I don't have abs yet. <laughs> and it's been, what, Three years and I still am working towards my abs. <laughs> but I guarantee you, if you put a side by side of you three years ago and you right now, big difference. You're a lot more muscular. Yeah. Like you look better. And right. I I ate a two pound burrito today, and afterwards I took a nap, and I woke up and I weighed myself. And I normally don't weigh myself in the middle of the day. I do like at the beginning of the day, like right when I wake up, but I was like, 
201. And last year when I was over 200 pounds, I was so fat. I had such a beer belly. And I like you can right now you can see like the outline of my abs and I still have like some vascularity like on my chest, my shoulders and my arms and my legs have like a lot more shape to them. But at this weight last year, I like I'll go look back at them at some point. I'm like, oh, my God, (laughs) I look so different. Yeah. The number, at least like for me, the number on the scale doesn't really bother me as much anymore. But like, man, that's 200 pounds. Like we're there now. And I was like, I look a lot better. Like you can see like progress. It's just like, it's, we're a year removed from that. So. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think up to this point, we've been pretty broad with kind of how we've been speaking about failure. And Mm -hmm. I think in this podcast a lot, Caitlin and I don't want to come off as like preachy or whatever. We're just like saying stuff. Um, Cause like we're going through all this stuff too. Um, But I know we've kind of been talking about it a little bit, Caitlin. Um, but like, just to be more specific, like I, you just moved and yeah. you're at a new job and you're taking new classes and you're in a new city. So like, how is like that kind of transition to that been? It was definitely a risk moving because I did not know anyone prior to moving here. Um, and you know, like anything, trying a new, I'm, I'm in a new job, and that can be very overwhelming. It has been very overwhelming. Um, and kind of that transition from, like, being home all the time, and we talked about this a few episodes ago, two episodes ago, um, but, like, being home all the time with my family and then not, I don't know, It's it's definitely been a transition. I have been trying to put myself out there. I <laughs> I DM'd someone on Instagram. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, hey, <laughs> I'm new here. <laughs> I think you're cute. Would you want to grab a coffee with me? And it kind of worked. Like, we've been texting. Um Super friendly. I thought you were about to be like, and nothing happened. I'm like, that's why. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, he answered, he answered and he was like, he's like, I have some great coffee places for sure, for sure. And okay. I think like that, putting myself out there and risking, like some, it felt so embarrassing and silly to reach out to okay. someone like that. But like putting myself out there also gave me the confidence now to like continue to do it and even if even if another person or like I get rejected I don't care because now I like who cares because now I know that I'm able to do it people out there people who who want to be in my life will be yeah and that's that's all I need to know yeah I don't know I did um I did something similar recently and um I like had gone out with my friends and I was like, fuck it, like I'm just gonna like DM this girl. That like I've known for a while too. And um I did and she was like, What's up? And <laughs> um so we we're just kinda like talking back and forth, like nothing crazy. 
And then, like, I asked for a number, very specific, like, clear as to why like, I asked for a number. <laughs> and I can't remember if this is actually in the recording or not, or if this is while we were, like, I think this is while we were preparing for an episode. No, yeah, I was, it was, it was yeah. preparing. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to wait till after the texture. And Kim was like, fucking send it. Like, just, just do it. And I was like, yeah. Do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> and um, so I did. I was like, we should go out sometime. And she texted, she texted me back the next day. I think it was the next day. Or do you remember if it was during or if it was the next day? It was, it was the, the next day. day. I texted yeah, yeah. Over work. Yeah. And she was like, hey, like, I, I like, I probably can't. I have a boyfriend. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, but here. I was like, Dog. And also, like, so fucking embarrassed because I was like, bro, you would have <laughs> never done that if you fucking. Had, okay, like, you could have seen so many opportunities to stop me before, and I was like, this sucks, but it's not great. Okay, but you say you're embarrassed. But really, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. And I was going to bring this up. because I was just, I, I was just uncomfortable. It's like, you're right. And that's a good thing. That's what we're preaching right now. That's what we're honestly preaching right now, though. Like, I wrote this. Um, Why is my paper? I wrote this paper today saying, nope, I don't know. Not going to find it. I have no idea. Oh, there we go. Yep. That, <laughs> so it was about how I would act in a situation if a ethical problem developed in a, like, a clinical setting when I'm a supposed practitioner. And so I was trying to explain how maybe if, like, a client displaced their emotions onto me because of their own life, I tend to um, think it's a little bit about me and I was talking about how I need to be able to separate the client's feelings about their own life and how they treat me. And to relate this back, I think how a person treats you does not reflect you, but reflects them. And for you to feel embarrassed about that situation, no, <laughs> you shouldn't. Because that took guts, and you should be proud of yourself. And... I think, like, honestly, me too. Like, I'm proud of myself for putting myself in an uncomfortable situation. Thank you. Let's go. But it was it was uncomfortable, and it was risky, and people don't do that anymore. I feel like people don't put themselves out there anymore for people to reject them because people are a lot – and me included. Like, I'm I'm scared of rejection, and it, it's, a, it's a hard thing. Being yeah. rejected is scary. But, like, how are you supposed to know anything or, like, I don't know. It's I like, so I, heard, I heard Post Malone talking about, like, taking away the like button, the dislike button on YouTube. And he was like, they took away the fucking dislike button. And, like, yeah, it sucks when people are like, I don't like it. But then it's like, you get hella views and you only get likes or something like that. Then it's like, how do you know how many people don't like whatever the fuck you put out there? Like, if, like, you're making YouTube videos or something like that. Yeah. It's like, there's like, at some kind of forward, it's like, there is like a, there's like an element of rejection or like failure that is like kind of necessary in order to like know like what you're doing. And like, what stuck for me, like as a personal trainer, if a client was like, I don't like him, I don't want to train with him. And that might not necessarily be my fault. It's like, we're just like not each other's kind of like style or whatever, but, or maybe I did fuck up and I'm like, okay, like I'm not going to do that again. 
So yeah, I think it's very important to realize that. Yeah, the way someone treats you doesn't necessarily mean it's about you. Yeah, it's one hundred percent about them, and that should give everyone enough confidence to be who you are, say what you feel, love who you love, doesn't matter. Like, just do it. Risk it. Be uncomfortable. Fail. <laughs> We're going to fail. Just like me, man. Okay. I'm, I'm still <laughs> okay. I'm still Well, well here, here's my story about failing. Um, <laughs> and so, Jonah, you know who you are. It's a fake name. I just got to say it. My the girls at the eating disorder clinic made up a name for him, so so he knows who he is. But <laughs> um, I <laughs> okay. So 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 this guy I was like seeing for a little bit. I was over at his place. He had friends over. Um, I went to the bathroom. No. <laughs> This is a girl's worst nightmare. No trash can, right? I'm on my period. <laughs> so, you know, girls got to do what a girl's got to do. I had a fucking tampon in. And <laughs> he had people outside near the trash cans. I didn't know what to do. And I threw it down the toilet. <sighs> and <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and the fucking toilet clogged. <laughs> Absolutely wild that that happened because I've seen people like people flush tampons on my toilet before and it's not like that. It's so unlucky. I know, and it literally flooded. Like he comes in, it was it was probably around like two o'clock in the morning or something. Like he, and he goes to the bathroom, and I didn't know what happened. And he like rushes back in the room and he's like, he's like, oh my fucking god, the toilet is just like flooding. The the bathroom's flooded. It's everywhere. I don't know what to do. And I was like, oh my god, I don't know. What what happened? I was talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I denied it. He still doesn't know. So if he listens to this, no way. I thought you told me. That's funny. No. Okay, it's all right. Tell the truth now. Yeah, I'm coming clean now. <laughs> oh my god. But there we go. Failure. It happens. It's all we make mistakes and we learn from them. I'm not going to throw a tampon down the toilet anymore. <laughs> even, even in dire situations, don't throw them down the toilet. Don't throw them down the toilet. Just to be safe. You know, you so never you don't flood someone's apartment. You know what? Okay, here, here is that is a story that I am completely embarrassed about, and that is why I did not tell him it happened. I should have, I should have owned up to it, but I didn't. And it's hard for me to like be like, oh, there's a purpose for that. <laughs> like that's supposed to happen. <laughs> but like, in all honesty. I shouldn't be embarrassed. Like, it happens. Things happen. Like, that is, it's so silly, but it's okay. <laughs> like, no one got hurt. It's all good. No. It's like, it's like, actually, okay. So, I mean, like, his toilet's fine. You know, it's all good. Yeah, he fixed it. And you're not going to throw a tampon. 
Hey, I had to learn that lesson. The hard way, unfortunately. Sometimes it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad that you shared that. Thank you for being vulnerable with us. You are welcome. Thank <laughs> you for laughing with me and not at me. <laughs> I would be laughing at me. It's okay. But we're not. It's just with you. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like takeaway message from this episode. We've touched on like how I feel like everything happens for a purpose, Max. You don't necessarily know. Um, but what I do know is what you do and how you respond to difficult circumstances, very priceless and invaluable lessons. Hard shit sucks. Like that, it is what it is. But how you get through those things and what you learn during that process of growth is so important. Whether it's something like almost failing a class or getting broken up with (laughs) or losing a friendship. Um, falling short in competition or, like, financial stuff or whatever, like, however you respond to those situations are going to teach you important lessons on the other side of it if you let it. Yeah. So. I absolutely agree. I think that how you react to everything is, like, I don't, I don't even know. What it's, like. it's like it's like really like at the end of the day, it's how you react to stuff because things are always going to happen and things aren't going to go your way and just kind of how you respond. Yeah. Um, and I think in that manner, that's where I'm like things happen for a reason. But I think maybe just right now where I'm at is like you kind of like make that reason. It's like how you respond. But you know, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. But I, what I do know is that like things will happen. And you just have a choice to make and how that like you're going to and how you're going to take care of that and how you're going to respond and how you're going to react and how you're going to grow from that. Yeah. So at the end of the day, failure is important because, you know, way you react and how you reframe things. Clip that. Um. (laughs) Your perspective matters. Exactly. And then just like, fuck it. Like, you know, who cares? Who cares? Exactly. Just do it. <laughs> um, okay, so to go to our weekly what we learned update, would you like to start us off? I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Um, I guess it's just kind of what I talked about a little bit at the beginning that um, I'm just like I'm learning kind of how to reframe kind of my process where it's like I've totally said to people it's like I don't regret I don't regret anything and I totally have like feelings of regret but like I think I'm not I think I'm I'm attempting I'm trying and I am just kind of reframing how I perceive those situations that like I'm the person who I am today and I like this person that I am in everything that I'm working towards and all that uncomfortable shit and then all the things that I previously thought that I regretted. Like, it's not, it's not a regret. It's just things that made me uncomfortable or things that I didn't like the outcome of, but 
but we're still here and I'm still the person who I am still like, and I'm cool with that person. Like I like this person. And so, yeah, I guess I'm just kind of like learning to change my mindset like from regret. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. What do you like? Um, I have two things, three things, two things. First is I'm not meant for a nine to five. I am self-diagnosed ADHD and I cannot sit still. I have to do things. <laughs> I cannot just sit at a desk and look at a computer. It's not for me. If someone has a job for me, please let me know. <laughs> you can DM this <laughs> this this channel. Um, in your bio. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Help, please. SOS. Thank you. <laughs> um, my second thing, because that was that was one and two together, I guess. Um, my second is a little, <laughs> a little more normal, but I think like I don't know why this week. I think it maybe it's because I'm so alone and I don't. I have a lot of time to think. Because I'm meeting new people, I'm putting myself out there, but um, I have a lot of time to reflect, and I think, like, I've been thinking back on past friendships and relationships and realizing that I have made mistakes that have cost me relationships, Um, and knowing that and being aware of it. And also being aware that I can still love them at the same time. Um, I don't know. I'm learning to accept that they that these people were put in my life during a period of time for a purpose. And or to teach me a lesson. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think some people are supposed to be there for you in times and not there in others. And I still feel so much love for them, and I know that I always will, but maybe it's just where we are right now currently, we're not meant to be in each other's lives. Yeah. And like a, like some of the relationships I'm, I'm thinking of in my gut, I feel like our story isn't over, mm-hmm. and I think there's more to explore, but... At this moment in time, I, I think I'm, I've accepted that I'm okay with loving from a distance yeah. and knowing that people were there for me in times when I needed it, and it's okay if those people aren't there anymore. It is just, it's it's life. I think that so. it's a very beautiful, very healthy, really awesome mindset that's not easy to have. It was a really roundabout way of saying it, but thank you. No, I like it. Of me, of me. Yes, no, I know what you're saying. Like, it's, like, it's a hard thing to do and to, like, actually, like, act on. And it's definitely uncomfortable coming to, like, that realization or, like, that kind of, like, point of acceptance. Yeah. It really sucks when you really love somebody like that and, like, you just don't. It's not the same anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think, personally, that's really healthy that you kind of came to the point where, like, I don't think it's over, but right now, 
this is not where we're at. And like, I'm totally cool from being on the outside at the moment. And I just, yeah, that's good. That's really healthy. It's really awesome. And then like, I've been kind of dealing with that like mad heavy for like just thinking about like a past relationship where I was like, like it just kind of keeps coming back where I'm like really like fucked up about it. And like same thing. It's like, I think it happened at a time when it needed to happen. Mm-hmm. And like speaking about like the regret kind of things, like there's so many things I just wish I did differently or wish I like things I just wish I had said, but I didn't do those things. I hadn't said those things. But that relationship went the way that it did, and it was, like, a really beautiful thing, and it's just not the way that it is right now, and probably, like, not going to be like that ever again, and I don't think there's really anything that's going to happen after this. But I'm, like, really sad about it, honestly, but, like, um, it's, like, it's okay. And just trying to continually be, like, I'm just grateful that I got what I got. Or that we got the time together that we got together and that it didn't end, like, bad. Like, we don't hate each other. Like, I'm always going to love her. And, like, if she ever needed anything, like, from me, like, I would give that to her. And, like, I would like to think that if I ever needed anything from her that she would give that to me. And so, like, yeah, that's tough. It's not fun. It did, like, it's great. But to be able to have something like that. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And it's really valuable. Yeah. yeah. Like, and specific sp- specific experiences can't be redone yeah. the exact same way. But the fact that you can have beautiful experiences with someone else like that, there's gonna be more. Like in different capacities, in different ways, but may- probably maybe with different people. Yeah. But it's it's a cool thought to have. Yeah, so I was angry at first and like resentful and like upset and like just like. Yeah. But I just kind of like bring myself back to like those moments where I was like, such a cool time like of my life and the fact like and I'm just and I remember telling her this too. It's like I'm just really glad that like I got to do that with you, no yeah. matter. And this is kind of towards the end, like, before we graduated. I was like, I'm just so happy that no matter what happens after this, I'm so happy that we got to do this together. Yeah. This last little bit together. I'm just so glad that we got to do it together. And whatever happens after this, like, whatever. But, like, we did it, like, the best that we could do it. And I put what I put into it. And, like, yeah, just accepting, like, all the good that came from that. And, like. I just don't know if there's a point of being, like, angry about it, even though I want to be, and it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Appreciating that, like, it was a beautiful thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's all about the reframing and how you react to it. Message of the day. There we go. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you cut this in? But this message to my dad. He always makes fun of me for saying I'm self-diagnosed ADHD, but dad, I am. So, I know you're laughing. Beacom. <laughs> take this Please take this seriously. Dad, I know. I know what you're thinking, but listen. <laughs> you're a professional podcast, and we wouldn't say anything crazy like that.
Right. <laughs> but actually, I think you're right. I think so. Yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, I also saw an Instagram post. That the post I saw said, growth is uncomfortable, but so so is staying somewhere you've outgrown. Pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that a lot. That that, that one hit. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I don't know if it makes me sad or if it makes me like <laughs> comforted, but I feel that one for sure. That was hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's so true. Like, what what are you doing if you're not? Putting yourself out there, risking it, being uncomfortable. Like, there's so many places that I know I've outgrown yeah. and can't can't be better if I've outgrown that place. Stay in it. That's why I'm here. That's why I moved. Exactly. And it's just going to get better. And it's like, of course it's hard right now. Like, you never fucking lived here before. And it's all, it's all new. Right. But it's going to be okay, because you're just going to keep fucking trying. It's, gonna be fine. it's all going to be okay. Okay. <laughs> quote me on that. <laughs> that is our motto. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to make a hat. It's all going to be okay. Max. Yeah, just wait till we get to a point where we can sell merch. We're going to have some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. It'll be so good. So, hey, guys, you know, send this podcast to your friends, your grandma. My grandma listens. <laughs> um, you know, your neighbor, your neighbor's kids. Your homies. Your homies. Those those people are important. Yeah. Just send it. Send it and follow our Instagram. Go like our posts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Dude, do that. It'd be so cool. Yeah, it'd be yeah. great. Press the button, you know, like. Just... <laughs> um, <laughs> right, like. But yeah, help us out so that we can make bucket hats one day. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for listening. You guys. Um, thank you. Yeah, we love you. <laughs>